I have something brand new that I'm super excited to share with you. It's called the Community Creators Hub, and I've made it just for you. You can search through every episode of this podcast by keyword, download all of my favorite guides and resources, and find all of my recommended tools for community creators. And the best part? It's completely free. Just go to Community Creators Hub, that's Community Creators Hub, H-U-B, dot com to get your free access. It's something that you see throughout history in all types of communities. It's something that takes really diverse groups of people and brings them together. It unifies them. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. So I get asked all the time, how do you create a thriving community? And what people are really asking for is, what's the Facebook post that I should be putting up? Or what's the latest strategy or tactic that I need to make my community thriving so that my people stay longer? Well, I hate to break it to you, but it's not about strategies and tactics. There's foundational elements that you need to have in place that are going to prevent your community from being strong, sticky, and scaling in the long run. So what are those? Well, I call it my community cultivated framework. It's something that I've developed or more like discovered over 10 years of experience in communities, both online and offline, and a ton of research because I'm a total nerd and I love researching about communities. So what I found is that there are these four pillars or four elements, if you will, that you'll find in all thriving communities and in successful and impactful movements across generations. So these pieces are really foundational. And that's why I want you to listen to these first four episodes before you listen to anything else that I teach you or before you try to implement anything new for your community. Because if you don't have these things, then nothing else that you do is really going to have the impact that you're looking for. Okay, so let's start with the first part of the community cultivated framework. It's that first pillar of a thriving community. Now, if you don't have this, you are definitely going to struggle to scale. But if you have it, it's like pouring gasoline on a fire. It's something that you see throughout history in all types of communities. It's something that takes really diverse groups of people and brings them together. It unifies them. It's cause. Cause is the first pillar of a thriving community. And a common cause will trump a common interest every time. So let me give you an example. I live in Tennessee and uh, there's a lot of horse people around here, my daughter being one of them. And you can create a community around people who have a common interest of liking horses, but there are communities that are built around common causes that are much deeper. For example, there's something called a Tennessee walking horse that there's a lot of controversy around, and there are people who want to save the Tennessee walking horse. What do you think is the stronger community in the end? Is it the community of people who just like horses and have that common interest, Or is it the community of people who have a fundamental belief that the Tennessee walking horse community and shows are not right, and they are on a mission to save that Tennessee walking horse? It's the latter, right? It's that Tennessee walking horse community that's going to be 
the stronger, stickier community that has more impact in the long run. And that's because having a common cause, it generates momentum. And momentum leads to action, and action creates progress. What if you had the right story for the right person at the right time, every time? Well, you can if you leverage my streamlined story system. I'm going to show you proven ways to collect, organize, and share stories like a pro. Just go to streamlinedstorysystem.com to check it out and use code CREATORS to get a special discount. Progress. That's what leads to results. The thing that we're selling people on in the end. You're going to hear me saying this over and over again, but progress is the goal, not engagement. I'll probably do a whole nother episode on that at some point, but progress is the goal, not engagement. So how do you do this? How do you incorporate a strong cause into your community strategy? Well, there's three things that you need to know. The first is the purpose. The second is the path. And the third is progress. So I think of it a lot like this. Not too long ago, I was on a trip um, to a business mastermind event in North Carolina. I took my family like I always like to do when I can. And we found out that there were waterfalls in the town that we were staying in. And so, of course, being the adventurous spirit that I am, I'm like, we have to go hike to a waterfall. We have to let the kids see a waterfall. This would be amazing. So one of the days we pull into this parking lot and we're going to go on this hike. And immediately, what do my kids say? Why are we here? What, what are we doing? Where are we going? What's happening? They wanted to know the purpose. Like, why were we in that place? And as adults, we want to know the same thing. So we needed to tell them why we were there. So we said, we're going to go see this waterfall. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be beautiful. You are going to see God's creation in a new way. And we are so excited to share this with you. We gave them a clear purpose about why we were here. And you need to do the same thing for your people. The second question that they asked once they knew why we were there was, well, how are we going to get there? We would be thinking the same thing. What's the path? What do I need to know in order to be able to get there as fast and as safely as possible? Especially for my son, he is so big on safety. He was really excited to know that there was a trail map and a clearly marked trail path. So we knew somebody had gone before us to this waterfall and had cleared a path that would be safe, enjoyable, and probably the fastest and easiest way to get there. You can provide that same kind of path for your community. And then finally, the third thing is progress. They want to know, how do we know that we're actually getting closer to the goal? And for kids, this comes out a lot like, are we there yet? I'm hungry. How much longer? So they needed to have a measuring stick of their progress, right? They wanted to see, be able to turn around and see, look how far we've come. And we tried to engage our kids with our senses around, do you hear that? The waterfall is getting louder. It's getting a little colder. Do you feel the mist of the water? Do you see how the river is roaring a little bit more? We're getting closer. And then eventually we were so close that we could hear the roar and we were standing right there behind the waterfall. We could touch it. We could feel it. We were wet. It was loud. It was crazy. And it was so fun. Your people are going to want to know a similar measuring stick of progress. Now, if you're familiar with my friend and mentor, Stu McLaren, this is where his success path comes in. It's a great way for you to develop not only a clearly defined purpose, but a path that has a clear measuring stick of progress as well. So how do you incorporate a cause into your community? Well, you want to be really clear on those three things, purpose, path, and progress. 
And you have to have this if you want to have a strong, sticky, sustainable community in the long run. So this is just part one of the community cultivated framework. And it's the first pillar, which is cause. We're going to be talking about all four parts in the next three episodes. So you want to make sure to listen to all of them because they work independently and they work together and you need all four. You need to be thinking about all four when you're developing your community strategy and your plan. So this was the first one, which was all about cause. How do you unite your people towards a common goal to find a clear purpose, path and progress for them. And then in the next episode, we're going to be talking about the second pillar, which is something that's really essential, especially if you want to create a sense of belonging, like so many do inside of their communities. So I'll see you in the next episode. Hey friend, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe, then do me a favor and leave a review, letting me know what you want to hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shanalyn.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time. Hey, if you're serious about creating a thriving online community, then you need to really understand the four foundations of every thriving community. I'm going to teach it to you in a free seven-minute training. That's right. It's just seven minutes. You don't even have to give me your email address to get access. All you have to do is go to freecommunitytraining.com or DM me the word training over on Instagram to get access.